newly saved shackled on my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and some would say that I do have a certain set of skills. <laughs> I am not sure what those are, nor would I consider myself a quote-unquote yelper, like the majority of residents of South Park, Colorado. But I do love enjoy trying new restaurants and food, so sit back and enjoy. First stop is Blackfin America Pub. Blackfin America Pub was born to be a whole new generation of the classic American pub, a lively restaurant and bar that offers affordable, craveable American foods their guests want to eat. Guests are served by their great people in high energy atmosphere, alongside extensive list of craft beers and signature cocktails. They are the perfect place for friends, family, and business patrons to meet for lunch, dinner, happy hour, game day, late night, and community gatherings. Stop by today, see what they mean when they say meet at the Blackfin. I had a great time at Blackfin. There's obviously one here in Chicago, but I stopped at the one Brookfield Square up in Milwaukee. Absolutely fantastic. I am a sucker for burgers. I went a while for not eating burgers, and I just could not get my hands off them. So when I walk into an American pub that has some specialty burgers, what do I go for? The burger specialties. <laughs> Ended up grabbing the heater burger. The description includes, quote unquote, just the right kick. So you know this one's coming at you when you order it. <laughs> it was pepper jack, pickled jalapenos, house-made chipotle mayo, shredded lettuce, tomato, red onion, and a pickle plank served with fries. So, not gonna lie, this is one of those meals where I did not talk very much while eating it. I was too focused on devouring this bad boy, and it was so hot that every three and a half seconds, putting some water in my mouth. <laughs> Felt like I was at a food eating competition or something. But, absolutely fantastic. I, I was really good. It wasn't overly spicy, out of the fact that I was like sweating too much, but definitely tasted great. Had the really good kick. I love pepper jack cheese and jalapenos. It was a fantastic blend on a really good burger. They did a great job. We actually went there during a Packer game day, football game. So it was pretty fun. It was definitely an enjoyable atmosphere. Great American pub. Definitely check it out in the future when I'm in the Milwaukee area. Up next is Three Lions Pub in Shorewood, Wisconsin, right outside Milwaukee. In case you realize, I spent about a large portion of my month in Milwaukee. Just a side note. <laughs> Three Lions Pub was voted 2016's Best Bar Food and Best Sports Bar in Milwaukee. They're actually a Premier League bar, so it's all about football or soccer to the Americans. <laughs> Established in 2011, the Three Lions Pub is an authentic British pub that provides patrons with an eclectic blend of culinary standbys, and traditional American cuisine. Three Lions Pub also offers a variety of beers and wines to complement the menu with native brands and tastes of the old country. Customer service is paramount in creating the old world British style pub atmosphere that permeates throughout the establishment. All this wrapped up in a cozy, friendly neighborhood public house where patrons can enjoy everything from Saturday morning soccer to Wednesday night trivia. 
Is there a goal that makes you feel at home? Is there the pub is an extension of your living room? So join us at the pub and make yourself comfortable. Cheers for coming. The door is always open at Three Lions Pub. This is fantastic. It is absolutely an old school British pub. You walk in, dark decor, all these like Premier League flags everywhere, everything British all about it. We're there for the Badger, Wisconsin Badger football bowl game versus Western Michigan. I was like one of like five people in the entire bar watching the game. <laughs> Everyone else was watching soccer, but it was still absolutely amazing. Had an awesome time. So we were in a classic British pub. What do you have to go with for your brunch? Yes, the shepherd's pie. Fantastic. Of course, you know, for me, just like I'm way too hefty of a meal. I couldn't even come close to finishing it. But so tasty. I guess it probably didn't help. I had a couple of the uh, side spotted cow beers. <laughs> what, what in Wisconsin, right? For those of you who don't know, uh, spotted cow is made at New Glarus Brewing, but it's only allowed to be sold in Wisconsin. You can't get it anywhere legally in, uh, in Illinois. So when you're in Wisconsin, definitely got to pick up a case or 12. You know what I'm saying? But it was actually fantastic. I love this place. If I was a bigger football fan, not that I don't like football, just uh, a little time put into watching it, I would definitely go and check this place out on uh, Saturday and Sunday morning and watch Premier League games. But as it was, it was fantastic. Got to watch uh, my boys over at uh, UW Crush Western Michigan. Fantastic. Excited for them. And enjoy a little bit of a fun Irish-British-English atmospheric pub. Focuses specifically on ramen. 
Hello and throughout the district also offered up appetizing Odin, a Japanese winter street food. On top of the tasty delightful, the ramen string is also formal, but gives the option of adding more deluxe ingredients. The menu includes four types of ramen broth with a variety of high-end ingredients that are added to make the dish even more delectable. One of the major aspects of strings is the noodles themselves. Strings will make fresh noodles daily using only their unique dough mixer and noodle makers imported straight from Japan. The use of fresh noodles and genuine broth combined with passion and the use of only the best ingredients will certainly set Strings Ramen Shop apart from the rest. And let me tell you, did this place set themselves apart? Went there with a friend of mine, neither of us are Asian. <laughs> but it was like a half hour wait, it wasn't that bad. It was a little bit cold at the time, in the middle of January in Chicago. But definitely worth the wait. They had this thing called Jokoku Ramen, which is also known as the Hell Ramen. So let me break you down what this is. I had to get it because of what it was called, right? The idea of Hell Ramen is to remind people not to do bad things in life. In Japanese mythology, hell is divided into eight levels. Ooh, interesting. Depending on the sins you have, you'll be sent to different levels of hell. In each level, there are different types of punishment and a different amount of years you have to suffer in it. The types of punishment including tongue ripping, eye gouging, teeth extraction, heart digging, disembowelment, skinning. Hmm, interesting. I'm interested in going over those places. <laughs> are focused down sinners' throats or poured on parts of their bodies in some levels as well. Every ingredient they use at Hell Ramen is, has meaning. Fried pork skin symbolizes human skin when they're burnt in oil. They chose to use great ground meat instead of kurobuta, belly, because ground meat symbolizes how you end up if you get chopped up in hell. The red pepper threads symbolize the hair that got pulled from your head. When you eat hell ramen, the spicy flavor hurts your tongue a little. Just imagine this being a billion times worse if you're in hell. So when you eat their hell ramen, think about the sins you've had in the past and try to redeem it by doing something good. <laughs> Probably should have read that description before I got the hell ramen. <laughs> I just thought it was cool, so I got it. I was like freaked out more when I was reading it. But anyway, so there's five different levels. You know, level one, level two, three, four, five, right? And so, you know... I think in the middle, oh, let's do like level three, whatever it is in the middle. Give, give it a try. Uh, definitely glad I discussed my choice with uh, my friend. She told me her friend got level three and broke down in tears. It was so hot. It was like, crying, like legitimate crying. Not like, oh, my eyes are watering, but like so hot you can like handle it. So anyways, I ended up just going with the level one ramen, right? That was as hot as it gets, man. Like, I love hot stuff. Like, you know, I wouldn't say I'm really good at handling hot things, which we'll get to later in the show, right? But I definitely do like hot food, and it was hotter than enough. And definitely after rereading, like, what the hell ramen's all about, I probably would have had an even tougher time, you know, swallowing all that ramen. <laughs> but it was absolutely fantastic. If you're craving some ramen, wanting to live on the wild side, or anything in between, definitely stop in and check out Strings in Chinatown. Juma's apron, just across the street in Chinatown. <laughs> this Korean fair, such as bibimbap, kalibi, and bulgogi, soups and appetizers and surprise, is a ultra, ultra modern eatery. It's an interesting description. Essentially, this is a 
fun little luncheon Korean restaurant place. When I say luncheon, that's my personal preference. I probably wouldn't go here for dinner. Uh, super cheap. With a fun group, we just got a couple things to share, but I ended up splitting uh, pork belly and kimchi. And it's just fantastic. It was uh, some good Korean food, reasonably priced in Chinatown. Absolutely recommend it. Nothing special, nothing great. Just basic mom and pop Korean place. I see why we chose to go there. Uh, probably back in the future. Nothing, you know, nothing to write home about, but definitely uh, appreciate Ajima's apron. Seafood, served by the pound with various sauces, plus fish baskets, sides, and more. A friend of mine was in town from uh, Shebagdad up in Wisconsin. Uh, went to the art museum, and then we wanted to go to Angry Crab because she absolutely loves Cajun food. I don't, I don't mind Cajun food, I like seafood, whatever, so I just kind of went with it when we decided to go here. Walked in, you see everyone and their mom in bibs, and you just see like food like all over these tables. So I had, like, no idea what I was getting myself into. Sit down, see a paper towel roll attached to the table. I'm like, what is going on here, right? Essentially, the menu is on, like, the ceiling slash wall. You sit there, you order your different types of seafood you want. They throw it in a bag, you choose your seasoning. They throw that in the bag, mix it up. Then they bring the bag out, and you eat from the bag. <laughs> yeah, you sit there, break the shells, break the seafood, all over the place, right? It is hands in there, all, all up in there. Just, you're all about that seafood. Don't think twice about checking your phone. Don't do anything, right? Good thing is they have, like, a communal hand-washing stations for everyone, right? Uh, I would even call it a sinkhole, more like a trough. <laughs> but it's good. Um, I mean, I, I really like Cajun food that much. Uh, it, uh, getting, like, down and dirty in their food really uh, isn't too much uh, up in my alley when, uh, you know, hanging out with some friends, but... Some people like it. It, it was it a was, uh, good experience for sure. Uh, also got to watch the Packers stomp the New York Giants in the playoff game during that time. So that actually was uh, an entertaining part to the evening. But hey, if you're looking for some hardcore seafood where your hands are all up in it, more like a down and dirty, definitely stop out and enjoy some time at the Angry Crab in Wicker Park. Thrillist.com, top 10 Chinese restaurant in timeoutchicago.com, is one of the best dishes, chili fusion crab in Chicago. They are a Chinese fusion restaurant located in the heart of Chinatown. Lunch and dinner is served in their complimentary two-seater dining room, the second level also being party room, which can host 40 people. Come for some of the usual suspects like Baku Tofu and Beef Chow Fun, but stay for more contemporary unique ones like Baby Geoduck, Fusion Chili Crab, and Millionaire Style Fried Rice. Or you may just order one of the various prefix menus for a comprehensive experience. Better yet, try their special prefix dinner where they create off-menu dishes specifically for you that night, depending on your preferences. This place is fantastic. I actually uh, am interviewed Milo, the, uh, the manager here, for a one-on-one -on -one interview for our podcast, which will come out here in a couple weeks. 
But I just wanted to throw this out here because I absolutely love this place. Stopped in for uh, the Lunar Ball 17 planning dinner. Uh, you know, one of our sponsors of the show. Uh, definitely come up March 25th for a fantastic time to give back to a couple of charities and support your uh, Asian American cultural heritage here in Chicago. It'd be absolutely incredible. Anyways, so we went there for a meeting. It was fantastic. And Milo just did a fantastic job. Sit downstairs in the private room. Uh, three huge tables, two circular, one long. And he just kept bringing out dish after dish after dish. And he put it on like a lazy Susan so it spins around. And every time, you know, a plate spins by, you just got to take a piece or two. Put it on your plate, right? So I ate so much food. No clue what I ate. It was, everything was fantastic. So many amazing things. But I will talk about when we went there to interview him and the stuff I had. First time ever was when my, I had silverfish. <laughs> uh, he gave me a nice little uh, free milk, which I absolutely appreciated, which was uh, crispy silverfish. Fantastic. These things look like french fries. And then come up with assorted veggies like onions, jalapenos, and red peppers. So it's definitely an interesting looking dish, but it was fantastic. Super salty, what the silverfish were, but then super spicy with all of the vegetables. Just absolutely incredible. It was so much fun just to, you know, try something for the first time. And absolutely excited to launch the interview with uh, Milo from Go For Food. So if you're in Chinatown looking for some fantastic little eats, definitely check out Go For Food.
description, you think, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can tell you like 10 different great brunch spots in Milwaukee. But let me tell you, their brunch was fantastic. You walk in, you know, we actually got some seats pretty quickly. I think everyone was just tired or something. It was kind of odd, but got seats right away. Wasn't that busy, it wasn't too crowded. It was a Chinese New Year day. So walk in and look at the brunch menu, a couple really good options. And special in January, they had huevos rancheros, which is two eggs to order, chorizo, pico salsa, avocado, topped with queso fresco on tostadas, and a side of hash browns. It was absolutely fantastic. A uh, huge fan of Mexican food, especially uh, tostadas, kind of, or even huevos rancheros, or any sort of Mexican food for brunch is right up my alley. This place is absolutely fantastic. Didn't try any of the cocktails or anything of that nature, but I'll have to do that sometime in the near future because this place is going to be my new go-to brunch spot in Milwaukee, Zach's Cafe. Up next is Triscales in Milwaukee. Chef and owner-operated restaurant featuring fine dining in a casual atmosphere with salads, teasers, and entrees in meat, seafood, and vegetarian options. This place was very appeasing when I walked in. Um, there were about six of us there for dinner. Walked in, very dark, atmospheric, small bar, had a table in the back. It was great. Got there about uh, six o'clock, we were in time. Uh, put in a couple orders for some appetizers. Uh, ended up getting Brussels sprouts as teasers, and then some people ordered soup. Uh, I ended up ordering the grilled mahi with red wine, shallot, butter, spinach, and goat cheese potato gratin. Uh, then I got a wanted, excuse me, wanted to get a vanilla cheesecake with whiskey, caramel sauce, Irish honeycomb candy for dessert. When I say wanted, you're probably like, oh, why would you not get it? That seems questionable. Well, as I mentioned, walked in at six o'clock on time. We were going to the escape chamber at eight o'clock. So we had to leave by like 7.30, 7.45 at the absolute latest. Real target time, 7.40 to get over there. Escape chamber is where you go into a room, have to like figure out some clues, open some locks, and go to another room and then whatever. It's kind of a, a fun little maze to do as, as adults, right? So around seven o'clock at dinner, about an hour in, everyone's has their drinks and kind of like wondering like where our teasers are, whatever. Waitress comes on over to check on us, right? There's only maybe like, 20 tables total in like the whole restaurant. Uh, would you guys like any more drinks? And you know, little loud spoken uh, individuals in our group. Um, yeah, we have somewhere to be at 7.40 and we're kind of wondering where our, our food was. Um, can you just maybe cancel the appetizers and just like bring out our main course? You know, kind of like straightforward, but like it's fine, whatever, right? no big deal. Waitress responds with, oh, I didn't even put in the order yet. I was waiting for the teasers to come out, which haven't even come out yet. I should probably check on that. <laughs> so we're sitting there for like an hour waiting for just our appetizers and then our food. And then of course, like, you know, we can't get our food till like 7.30. So everyone just sits there, like inhales their food. Can't even sit there and enjoy it. Have to race over to the escape chamber, show up late, of course. But I don't know. The food was good. I definitely did like it. I uh, inhaled the, uh, the mahi mahi, but I don't know that, uh, just to have uh, an 
appetizer dinner seems a little steep when you have uh, 20 tables serving a restaurant. Great place, but unfortunately, poor service at one night. Hopefully, we'll be back in the future. We'll see, though. It's a local restaurant serving one-of-a-kind burgers and unique fries. <laughs> Just do the math how many burgers I have this month is absolutely ridiculous. But anyways, uh, it's in Shorewood. I picked it up off of Yelp. It was actually fantastic. Uh, you walk in, there are literally five tables that can sit a total of ten people. Not even kidding. It's like a customer scene, kind of atmosphere. You show up, someone at the counter, and you see like the grill in the back, and then that's it. Like three people working. Look at the menu, not too many choices, but they're all very different burgers and different flavors of fries. So I ended up splitting um, a mushroom Swiss burger and a Korean barbecue burger. Mushroom Swiss, pretty straightforward, right? Korean barbecue was Korean barbecue glaze, spicy mayo, kimchi, cabbage slaw. And once I split, we both had half of the other. This mushroom Swiss burger was insane. I don't know what kind of mushrooms these guys are using, but they're plump, juicy, and tasty. They weren't little, like, shriveled up crappy ones that you usually get on most mushroom Swiss burgers, right? This was so fantastic. It was definitely, like, farm-to-table kind of fresh mushrooms. It, like, blew my mind. They had a couple different seasons of fries. Ended up getting the Cajun seasoned fries. <laughs> my mouth was, like, on fire after this meal. It was fantastic. Oh, my God. I, I just love my hot burgers, as you can tell. <laughs> we were looking for a good burger in Sherwood on the go. Delivery or just, like, a quick little bite. Definitely pop your head into Crave Cafe. So up next is Mandy Newer, an authentic Yemeni cuisine on the north side of Chicago. Experience the delights of tasty food in the Albany Park neighborhood of Chicago. Their food is handcrafted using fresh ingredients. Their homestyle recipes have been handed down from generation to generation. This place is super new. So I've been open a couple weeks now, maybe three weeks by the time this, this airs, yeah. And it was fantastic. Went here with a couple of foodies, uh, Mike of the Food Editor book, Monica of Chicago Food Events, and King of Strange Foods Chicago. Incredible. Sat on the floor. They had a couple of regular tables. They had like a private like VIP little section where it's a uh, big, you know, oval couch. And you sit down. We actually decided to sit on the floor. So we actually had our entire meal on the floor. We had a bunch of shared food. Had to use our hands. hands so we ended up doing um, some of the stuff we just recommend from the chef, right? So we got like the lamb mix, yemeni bread, shachuska, uh, essentially a bunch of rice, a bunch of meat, a bunch of stuff with the bread. It looked like stew. It was absolutely fantastic. The owners there are great, very accommodating, let us sit there, eat, enjoy ourselves, and we actually recorded a little podcast live, which uh, Strange Foods and I will be producing in the next couple weeks, so stay tuned for the mini-series with us recording live of us eating exotic foods throughout Chicago. This episode is sponsored by Lunar Ball. 
Luther Ball is Chicago's largest fundraiser for Asian American young professionals and friends, which will be held Saturday, March 25th at the elegant Wintrust Grand Banking Hall. Luther Ball attracts 800-plus of Chicago's most accomplished young professionals from over 30 different organizations for an evening of drinks, food, entertainment, and networking. So come join them. Have fun. Support community charities and celebrate the Year of the Rooster. cock it will do. <laughs> this event sells out every year, so make sure you secure a spot soon. I personally will be there. It'll be absolutely phenomenal. Looking forward to it. Please come say hi. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.